Doug, yeah. what is all that on the board? What, it looks like. Uh, what well, it, I just want you guys to know exactly what we have at stake here. Nick. What is it? Two, two, we have two about six. two weeks left, maybe a little less, to sell the bundle. Then it's so, gone. So to be clear, mm. after two weeks, we're no longer selling this amazing deal no altogether. No joy, more bundle, everybody. No more bundle with the MAPS anabolic program, the No BS six-pack formula, the Nutrition Survival Guide, or the Intermittent Fasting Survival Guide, and... The free forum access for life. Because after that, you're going to have to pay. This is a lot of content, everybody. It's huge. So if you bought all the, in other words, you bought all this stuff separately, how much would it cost, uh, Justin, if we bought it all separately? Oh my God. Too much because he's terrible. Bro, bro. Yeah. Why are you asking the non math guy? Well, it's on the board. It's $248. (laughs) I wasn't looking. (laughs) That's why I was fucking pointing to it, Justin. You're you're like this, like with your hand, like you're always very, you know, hey, authoritarian. I'm a leader. We can't even do our commercials right. Jesus Christ. So uh, normally $248 for all that stuff. The bundle is. 147 it's going to be over January 1st is the last day that's the final day after that it'll never be offered ever again by the way enroll now you also get a 30 day money back guarantee try it out if it doesn't blow you away we'll refund you yeah. And that's 41% off right last time this bundle will be offered $248 everybody down to 147 down to 147 boom mindpumpradio.com big yellow button click on it if you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. She's the one to call to feel good. She's yeah. the one that makes you feel all right. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know the Bee Gees sang that song. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> Stay alive. Ha, 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 ha. God. Well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. Damn. Yeah. How do you get those high notes? I punch myself in the balls. Oh. <laughs> right and, before you. Uh, I just do that for fun. I, I don't know what makes yeah. you sing like that. Or you can twist them. Yeah. Come here, Adam. Let me punch you in the nuts and see what happens. You know what? <laughs> Nothing could make Adam hit that note, that high note. <laughs> no, no. It's very true. It, Adam has one like, Adam has one note. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I do. When it's yeah. done, it's done. It's the same it's the same octave. Bells. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck you guys, dude. So so I started smoking cigarettes the other day because I was like, I want my voice to sound more like Adam's and less like Kermit. <laughs> oh, you too. Because everybody's like, you sound like Kermit. I'm like, fuck, I want to sound like Adam. Yeah, I made sure it was menthol. So I, 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 I ripped nice, I, I yeah. I ripped, the, I ripped the, the, the filter right off and just smoke it straight. Just, and Hopefully it'll it'll affect just, my voice. It only so lasts can, for like two seconds. So I can like, sound awesome. Like, hey, do you, uh, do you, uh, do you, do you remember, did you ever try cigarettes as a kid? Did you try cigarettes as a kid? Of course. Yeah. Oh, did, did you go through ever. a phase? Did you go through a phase where you actually smoked for a while? Here's the thing about cigarettes. No. I don't get it. Let me tell you why I don't get it. The high lasts like fucking five minutes, which is okay. So now you just did something bad for you and it's a waste. <laughs> it doesn't taste very good. That's terrible. Uh, smells yeah. makes you smell like shit. You don't like you don't you can't give cigarettes to like people around like hey guys let's smoke some cigarettes and then we're all gonna connect and communicate and have this great. No, it's like we're a bunch of assholes smoking outside. There's just nothing about right. it that I get. So that's why I never got into it. Uh, makes your hands stink like uh, crazy yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did you get into a cigarette habit? I did. I think. I think for almost almost two years. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, that yeah. is why his voice is like this. Yeah, yeah. almost two. years. What did you smoke? Yeah, man. Uh, just uh, marble reds. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> why did you smoke cigarettes? Yeah, you know, but it was very. He was a uh, I, I think that. I think the. <laughs> I think the most uh, uh, I had, yeah I started like social smoking. I think that's how it probably everybody does, right? Like oh, you're drinking. Yeah, yeah drinking. Oh, I'll have oh, one. Yeah. And in my and it was probably in my early. It was somewhere like around twenty one to 
24 or somewhere in that age bracket. I don't remember what it was. And it was, and it let's, and when I say it was, I wasn't, I, I, a pack would last me like two months, dude, you know? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I, you weren't a smoker. Yeah. Yeah. I was smoking every day. I wouldn't yeah. have a cigarette every single day. I don't think I've ever done that. Um, but you'd I, have someone you went out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have someone I go out. Oh, yeah. I, I've done that. I had some in my house too. So like after a stressful day at work, I'd come home and that was like the thing on my deck. I would smoke my cigarette before I went to bed or something. <laughs> yeah. It was like, so it was like a phase that I went through for uh, almost two years. Give and, me a drag. Uh, off and on in that time. And then at, at one point, I, I looked to myself what the fuck am i doing yeah. dude? that's what it was it was just this uh awakening one you're day. like what am i doing this i, I don't I, even like the high give me the joint fun. yeah yeah that you know that was part of the i never see i had never smoked but i hadn't smoked uh marijuana at all then yeah that's right you know so i told you that wasn't until uh the cannabis clubs when i was involved with the cannabis clubs and that was shit i was tw- already 29 mm. you know 29 years old 28 well, no, I see. I, I, I went to Italy. We, we, we go to Italy. We try to go to Italy every two or three years. And there was a, there was a one summer where, because everybody smokes oh, over there. I was there. gonna say yeah. everybody it's smokes rampant. over there. Yeah. So we're, we were you know, the, the my, my wife's friend's husband. He, you know, he would smoke, and he'd say, "Do you want one?" And I had probably three cigarettes while I was over there. But I remember I would have the cigarette. It would be mine. So I wasn't sharing with anybody, right? And I. Like after like three or four hits, I was like, "Ugh, yeah." Like I, I gotta smoke the whole thing now. Oh, I don't know if dude, I, can do I that. see like migraines from that. Like the next day, I just be like, ah, like had the worst headaches. You know what cures that? Another um, cigarette. I was gonna <laughs> say, um, what about chewing tobacco? Do you guys ever chew tobacco? Oh, for even shorter phase, that was like maybe oh, chewing. Yeah, like way a month, worse. Like a month. Yeah, off. I don't get that at all. And I tried like multiple times, dude. Yeah, I, I was too. on like I wanted to. Dude, I was like, I, I, I don't want to be like, that guy playing you know? sports. Yeah, and stuff like that. exactly. I was like in the in the dugout. You know, oh hey, here's here's some uh, uh, Copenhagen, some you know, whatever. I'm like, all right, I can do this. You know. Don't swallow it. Don't swallow it. <laughs> you know, and you just keep telling yourself that and you spit. And then I was just like, Ugh. every single time puked, like not just puke. It was like death puke. That's me. Hey, you know what I mean? I just the like, same, I had the same oh, like everything I in even, my intestines I came out. Ch- tried those packets. You remember the little the packets that they had so you couldn't? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still There's just a little pussy just, ones. Just yeah. swallowing your too own. much nicotine at once. Oh, That's it was, oh it just would kill me. So it, here's it, what happened. It would kill me. Here's what happened to me. I turn 18. And so when you're 18, there's really not much you could do other than go to a strip club and buy tobacco, right? <laughs> yeah. So you got to do both, right? So I do the strip club. That's awesome. Then I'm like, oh, what can I do? Well, I've tried cigarettes. They're kind of gross. Oh, I know. I'm going to try chewing tobacco. So I go to the gas station. I'm 18. I think I'm a badass. I buy some fucking mint flavored, I don't know what it was, the shredded one. <laughs> like skull. And, uh, you know, my buddy used to chew tobacco all the time. So I'm like, okay, I know what he does. And I put it in my lip and I'm chewing it and I'm driving. And I start to get kind of a buzz, and I'm like, this is kind of weird. And I start to get dizzy, and I'm like, this is not cool. <laughs> and I just fucking hurled. <laughs> oh, and I remember thinking, like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. Why would brutal. you do that? There's yeah. no reason to do that. Not fun. What's crazy, though, I think everybody has that similar experience somewhat their first time. I, I don't, I've never heard someone tell a story like, oh, man, I put you in my mouth, and it was just meant to be. It was yeah, so some of the, yeah, some of those guys that get, get over that. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Everybody. I never got over that. And you go kind of through it, then your body gets adapted to it, it gets used to you it, know and then you funny? tolerate it, then you're addicted to it, right? That's how it works. It's like, whoa. Yeah. It's, you know what's funny? That's It's an interesting yeah. point. Is that's like, happened with alcohol, too. It's an interesting yeah. point. It's as, it's like people had to try to like it before they liked it. Yeah, I, exactly. I believe that. I believe it actually that takes some fucking work. I know it there's does. somebody who's it listening totally to like does. that would totally debate that and say they're not that way because they want to be the exception to the rule. See, not all drugs are like this. Like you hear people's experiences with taking like Molly or something like that. You never have them come yeah, back right and be like, away. I took Molly the first time. It was fucking horrible. I had to take yeah. it 10 times before I liked it. <laughs> I don't know who you guys talked to. They're all, <laughs> I've never heard any of this stuff. You know, I, 
No, I'm saying yeah. usually uh-huh. people. Oh my god, I tried it for the first time. I had the greatest experience of my life. You don't hear that about <laughs> about chewing tobacco. <laughs> yeah, We're not yeah, advocating yeah. the use. I got to say that Doug's looking at me. Uh, We're not advocating again, the use. Please disclaimer of disclaimer. drugs. Okay, they're, uh, we're, they're all we're freely talking about it as adults. Yeah, they're no, all- you know, I I think it's I mean it's hundred percent. I I hate that we we do stray away. I know people like to hear uh, our opinion on a lot of things like that, and I feel like not enough people do talk about that openly. I feel like it's a it's such a taboo subject because it's illegal, it's drugs, but yeah. it's rea- in reality, motherfucking most people listening have already done a bunch of them themselves, or they're going to if there's some really young kid to try and experiment shit like that. I mean, I I think it's important to they share. Need to know the truth. Yeah, that's how I feel like share. Share, share. I mean, in fact, I wish somebody would have shared with me a lot of my experience I've now gone through. Like, I wish someone would have told me that shit before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I'll tell you what I wish. So, I, I even though I'm Italian, we didn't have alcohol in the house. So, we didn't drink wine or anything like that. So, I had no experience with alcohol whatsoever. So, here's my first experience with alcohol. I go to drink. I'm drinking. And I'm starting to get happy and a little drunk. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So, I keep drinking. I keep drinking. And then I get sick as shit. Because I didn't understand that. You got to wait a second, bro. Right. It hasn't even hit you fully yeah, you gotta yet. Relax. Yeah, yeah, just chill. Because I think that the good feeling that I'm getting from this alcohol is only going to get better if I keep drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's important to know, like, yeah. to, to be smart and to educate, like, you know, people on this. Like, I'm going to tell my kids yeah, that. Like, it's listen, just like ice cream, man. Yeah. <laughs> my, well, my kids, when my kids turn 21, they're going to drink with me for the first time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully they haven't drank before that. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I'm on How the radio. How old are you when you had your first beer? Well, I'm on the radio. I can't I'm on this podcast. I can't be like <laughs> yeah. when my son turns 15, I'm yeah. going to give him his first shot of tequila because <laughs> yeah, right. then uh, you know, uh, protective yeah. services will show up. I know, up. but I someone had to call that bullshit out. You just but you, get, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but, you get what I'm saying. I'm going to have my first beer with my son at 21. Okay, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna show. I'm gonna take. He may his, hold out. You know. I'm gonna so. show him his first titties when he's 18 because he's not gonna see them like today on the internet like, you know? <laughs> at all. Yeah, no way possible. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, so no, listen. I want. You know. Uh, I don't want to switch gears too fast on you. Um, but I I wanted to bring up this because okay, you'll burn up my clutch. So and this is and, and the reason why I want to bring it up is that it's the it's actually the third time this has happened to me uh, in the last like month and a half or so. Is it a burning sensation? No, no. Okay. Uh, you know, people. <laughs> I, I every day I see you know in the gym I see all these I see lots of people that are, are fans of the show and they listen and I love when people come up and say hi to me and they make comments about you know latest episodes or something that they really enjoyed or whatever. So uh-huh. I totally appreciate feedback like that when people when they uh, we speak like the up. good feedback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. we. Focus on. Yeah, I right. appreciate it when you say good things. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's what I'm actually listening. I, I have had uh, a handful of people ask this, like, why do you guys always pick on CrossFit? Oh no! And uh, Are we you going know, there? But, well, the first thing I always ask them, I always ask them if they listen to like, CrossFit. you know, I forget to. That was like one in like the first episode. We're at episode 200 and something, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was episode like You're three. Right. That was it. Feels episode, like the beginning of this year. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, yeah, it was a long time ago. It it, it was and. You know, and we, and I think that's just it is they've listened to a lot of like maybe the last 50 episodes more previous. They didn't, they weren't at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And so we always do like these little subtle jabs about CrossFit, but then we never really what, I mean, to some of these new listeners, we never break down the science. We never talk about it. Let's talk about this because we brought up past experiences with substances. Let's talk about (laughs) our first experience with CrossFit. Yeah. When do you you guys remember when you first heard about it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, for me, so uh, at the time, I was in uh, Brazilian. I was doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and the jiu-jitsu school that I trained at is in San Jose, but the the their headquarters school was in Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. and Santa Cruz is where CrossFit was invented. Yes, the or- yeah, okay, originated there. So before it became popular, before anything ever got big, 
um, a lot of the jujitsu guys from Santa Cruz would sometimes come down to San Jose and train with us. And then they talk about this new workout that they would do called CrossFit. And that's when I first heard about it. Hmm. So I'm a trainer, right? I understand fitness. So I'd ask them like, well, what do you guys do? And they'd, oh, it kicks your ass, dude. You fucking get, you get hammered. Okay, okay, but explain to me like what you do. What you gonna be exactly what you said? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> like, but what is it? Like, what is the workout? Like, do you guys lift weights? Well, yeah, we do, but we don't rest and we go back and forth and then we go real fast. I'm like, okay, so it's like a circuit. No, 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 it's not a circuit because we do Olympic lifts and. But how do they how do they put it together? So they kept, they kept explaining it to me, <laughs> and um, and I start I, I slowly realized that this is just this is what I thought it was back then, because back in those days boot camps were getting popular mm-hmm. and where trainers would just string a bunch of exercises together and get everybody fucked up. And that's what I thought it was. Cause that's what it sounded like. And it actually is kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> so when they, when they, it's kind of spot on, when they so. would tell me about that, I remember th- I was thinking in my head like, no, that's not really a, that's not really, yeah, that's not good. You just, you, so you, so you basically feel like throwing up at the end and you feel, and it's beating the crap out. Of, yeah, it's awesome. Like, well, that's not really that good. So there were a couple of them. <laughs> there were a couple of them that I took aside who, you know, I was, I was kind of close to, and you know, I have a. It's very difficult for me to keep my mouth shut. Obviously, <laughs> so I'm, I, I tried as much as I could, and I took him aside and I said, like, "That's actually not a really good way to work out." And so one of the guys was like, "Well, what should I do to work out?" So I gave him kind of a little bit of a programming, you know, and I broke it down, made it very basic for him, and he fucking loved it, and he never went back to the to the CrossFit school. But that's that was my first experience with CrossFit, and that was before was it I, I before I started hearing about people coming up to me with injuries and stuff like that. So mm. okay, I have to share this with the listeners because the listeners <laughs> will appreciate this. You know we keep it raw and real on this show. So just like uh I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes ago, whatever, uh Sal's taking a shit. And, Thank uh, you. Just, <laughs> that's, let me, it's as real as it gets. Yeah, wow. And, uh, Is just, that the point of what you were going to say? Yeah, it's important. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm not going in there. <laughs> so uh, so Justin and I uh, are bullshitting back and forth, and we're actually talking about this this actual conversation that we're having right now yeah. without Sal. Sal wasn't in the room, and, and Justin and I were sharing, like, man, I remember the very first time I was introduced to CrossFit and the very, my first experience, and him and I are laughing. We're sharing our experience and everything like that. Like, oh, my God. And then after we're done laughing, and I, I go like, hey, what do you think Sal's experience is like? And, and Justin and I both agree like, oh, you know him. He, Justin, what'd you say? You said uh, you look at the, like he would- Well, like, like you would like immediately pick it apart and be like, oh, what's the programming? Well, you know, <laughs> what, what are you actually doing? What, what's the benefit of this? You yeah. know? And like to the T. And he you was, know, yeah. you said it. So Justin and I both actually have physical stories yeah. of, of how, how CrossFit came with like, We actually gave it a whirl. Yeah. A good yeah. college try. And that was just it. We yeah. both decided that if Sal probably would be, like, he would have looked at it yeah, from yeah, the outside. Yeah, you dismiss it immediately. Yeah, just, what yeah, right. we were saying. <laughs> yeah. It's true. This yeah. is stupid. I'm not even going to do it. Or at least Justin I, I, and I did it. I knew, Thank you for living up to that. You know what's funny? <laughs> is they asked me too. They said, you got to come try it, Sal. You'll love it. I remember yeah. thinking to myself, why? I, you're telling me what you guys are doing. I know I'm going to feel afterwards. Right. It's not going to make me any better at jujitsu or give me more any more stamina aside from what I'm doing on my own. Why? Why would I go do that? Right. So right. I never went. But what was so you guys? Your first experience well, was taking a class. Yeah, shit, I'll, I'll share shit. my like. It, it played into my athletic, you know, competitive uh, uh, bone. Like I, I was like, oh yeah. Like back then. And like, like we admitted on the show multiple times when we first got started, like I was very much intensity driven and, uh, you know, I wasn't crazy with my clients or anything, but like the way that I trained personally, you know, I definitely hammered my body. And, um, I think that's why, you know, I tend to voice the opposite now. So heavily is just because like, I, that was definitely something that I did, you know, and I'll admit it 100%, um, because, you know, coming from different 
uh, football programs and, uh, you know, basketball, baseball, whatever it was. Like we always was like as hard as we train that equates to better. Uh, so anyway, basically like, uh, we were talking back and forth and, and me and Adam actually, <clears throat> one of Adam's friends, I believe. Uh, oh, so you guys, you guys, oh, obviously you guys knew each other during this time. Well, yeah. so my buddy's tied to like, uh, all, that's how I know all the right. big names and stuff and the CrossFit guys, because they're, it all originated here. And a lot of these guys are buddies of mine, you know, like the, mm. the Neil Maddox. Exactly. When it was like first forming. Yeah. So we, like Adam actually showed me and he was talking about his friend, Austin, who, had had been running it at uh, this place in Milpitas. And so, like, we actually did a couple of workouts. And between me and Adam, I think we were more reasonable with it. So it was like, oh, yeah, I see. It's kind of like a circuit, you know, and it's it's tough, you know, whatever. But uh, later when I when I when it got more popular, maybe a couple of years later, I was in Gold's and um, there was this trainer there that uh, like really, really was all about it. And uh, and he stood out like a sore thumb. And I'm always like the guy that pays attention to the guy that's different, you know. Uh, because I, I, at the time I was, you know, I was tired of the whole bodybuilding mentality myself. Like I don't, I don't like training like that. You know, I want more athleticism. And so I did a lot of stuff that was athletic specific. Um, and so I, I would watch him train and everything. So anyway, he took me through one of his, uh, CrossFit workouts. And the first one I did, I believe is called Fran, um, it, where you do these like thrusters. And so it's like, I don't know if it's like 185 pounds, something like that. And you, you basically you front squat and then you you thrust up into a, a push press. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is apparently one of their uh, coined exercises that they mm -hmm. they came up with. So uh, it obviously fatigues the shit out of you. You do like twenty one of them, then you do like twenty one pull ups, then you do like fifteen, then fifteen back and forth, back and forth. Anyway, like four rounds, right? I get to the fourth round. I get through the thrusters. You know, I immediately had to sit down. I sat down, you know, the room, the walls started coming in. Like I had tunnel vision. <laughs> I was like so close to blacking out. I was just like, what the fuck? You know what sucks? Th this is, let this me is finish. People, well, okay, well, I was going to say right now you're selling it. People are listening right now. Go, oh, I want to oh, do that. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Damn it. <laughs> oh no, it won't. We, Dude, we round it all together. Here's <laughs> the thing. Okay. It's coming in. Walls are coming in. I'm, I'm like clammy. I'm about to pass out and I like can barely breathe. And like, you know, I'm, I was pretty conditioned at the time too. It wasn't, it wasn't that, you know, it was that I was driving so hard for time that I personally overexerted before I even got there. Right? right. And so I, I, I stopped and I'm like, Oh my God, you know, like, yeah, it's crazy. Right. You feel, you know, you feel like you're going to die. Huh? I, mean, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. I was like, this is the stupidest shit I've ever done. And I walked away. <laughs> And then from then on, it was just like that. I just did. I just wasn't 100% against it. Ugh. So he's sharing that. I'm like, that's so crazy because I I just recently, it was just a recent uh, episode. Uh, I talked about um, that I've bonked before. And that was my first real experience through it. Just like Justin said, my, uh, you know, I had a buddy, um, Austin McGeeving, um, had uh, ran the Milpitas CrossFit, um, and he was part of when Jason Kalipa. I watched Jason Kalipa flipping flipping tires and shit in the parking lot before he was ever anybody in the CrossFit world and stuff, you know. And he was with my buddy Austin over in Milpitas, and these guys like, uh, you know, he would show me some of the workouts. I would bring him back to my facility, and Justin, myself, Ronnie, a couple of trainers, we would do it. And just like Justin said, same process is going through my head. 
I'm going like, man, these are these are some kick-ass circuits. And I'm like, I like it because they're putting some good like compound movements in there that are would normally like your circuits were more curves like, right? Yeah. The circuits, the circuits that you would see that were done after curves were modeled a lot after curves. They were just all these little machines. machines yeah, yeah, machine circuits. We used to remember at 24, we used to have the yeah. zone, you whatever. Had the first line of yeah, machines yeah. all to do this one with circuit. numbers yeah. on it. You go one next. It's next, this body part, this body part. I mean, I yeah. I remember we got as as fitness managers, I had to teach this, which I, I think back to that now. This is so crazy. It's a whole other episode in itself. Thinking back to a uh, my boss teaching me to take you know clients through a circuit of machines over and over and over and over as we're we used to sell that as like a training program like you I paid, still remember that oh dude, dude oh, it was crazy yeah. it was crazy and it's so ridiculous that we did that but that being said when i when i saw this program i'm like oh cool it's not machines you know you're doing thrusters and deadlifts and push-ups and pull-ups i'm like okay I like this. This is cool. And yeah, it kicks your ass. And I saw the competitive fun side to it, but I hadn't really officially gone through like one and actually try to compete with somebody or, or really push myself. Mm-hmm. And then my first experience was doing it against one of my other trainers who I introduced this to was Ronnie. And, uh, and you know, Ronnie. Yeah, I do. And uh, we're going back and forth. And this is where I bonked and we we're doing some fucking, I don't even know the name of it. It was some uh, uh, row and burpee, you know, a bajillion of them till you, till you die type of deal. And it was for time, how fast you get there. And he went first, so I was competing against his time. And so I had, and just like Justin, I was in, I was in good shape at this time. I was in, in a lot, and I was in better uh, fitness and fitness shape then than I am like in performance shape right now. I'm in better aesthetic shape, but I was in great performance shape. I was playing ball and everything back then, and I fucking literally bonked. I couldn't move. I, my body completely shut down. And I remember afterwards. Like my, it was the trippiest feeling. Like I had to get up on the treadmill and my heart was pounding so hard and fast. I had to walk my heart rate back down because when I tried to sit and completely stop, I got all fucking crazy and dizzy. And it was, it was a nightmare, dude. And afterwards I go like, okay, I pushed too hard on that. This is a workout that these people are teaching other people that are not trainers are not athletic. They're not smart enough to know when to stop, not to stop. And then I was like, that's when I had known, I had like in my mind, sort of, okay, this is kind of stupid. Like yeah. I was over, but then I wasn't, but I hadn't made my stance on, you know, I was anti CrossFit until I realized that like now they were starting to build this empire around it like a training facility like it's a way right. of getting in shape right like, because i'm totally okay with the athletes that want to get fucking crazy because yes. in the beginning that's what it was in the yeah, beginning exactly. in the beginning it was athletes in the beginning it was people who you know would want to go challenge themselves that to that level who are also very very fit and mm-hmm. i'm like look if you're if you're if you know what you're doing and you're super fit and you want to go run a hundred miles go for it or you want to go climb a mountain go for it if you're everyday person, I want to get in better shape. Um, you shouldn't do those things. That's how I view. That's how I view right. CrossFit. And so, really, here's the problem. Here's the deal: the exercises are not really the issue in CrossFit. There's a couple. There's a few exercises in there that are issues, like like kipping pull-ups and shit that they make up or or that they turn into a workout. <laughs> or just which the, really, the overall concept of of yeah, they're Olympic not made up. It's a gymnastic combination move. with sprinting yeah it's it's not the it's not really exercises because in reality the vast majority of exercises i'd say 99 percent of the exercises in crossfit are the best exercises you could do right. they just are that's the that's the allure of crossfit and that's why a lot of people see better results doing crossfit than they do doing machine-based workouts it's not it's not the programming it's the exercises the problem with crossfit is the programming 
Right. That's where I have the problem. And, and let me explain something to to, to those those of you listening, ladies and gentlemen. I love, love it when I say that, Adam. Uh, <laughs> ladies and a workout, a, an effective routine is as much about the programming as it is about the exercises. Okay, I need you to re- I need you to really let that sink yeah, in. Yeah, it's think about not. That. It's Hard. think about that. It's not just the exercises. It's how you put them together. Mm-hmm. It's the order that they're in. It's the tempo that you do them. It's the frequency of how you do them. Right. It's the length of time of your workouts. It's the speed of the of the reps. It's the intention of each repetition. This is the science. This is the real right. science. It's that, undulating. It's 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 adding all these like phases. There's so many yeah. variables, but this is the real science of an effective routine is the programming. Because I could take anybody and within three months teach them effective exercises. Maybe not Olympic lifts, but I'll I'll explain and they'll understand the Olympic lifts within a few months. But it would take a lot longer than that to teach people effective programming with specific goals in mind. And this is what CrossFit throws out the fucking window. There is no programming. They make up programming. Their programming is, let's combine these exercises because they're going to kick your ass. That's their programming. Yep. That's not what that's not what effective programming is all about. Effective programming takes your body from your starting point and moves you up a step ladder with a specific goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And that specific goal is either, you know, explosive strength or you know maximal strength, or maybe increasing your agility and proprioception, or maybe increasing the ability of your body to Endurance, to be maybe. durable, right? right? To have yeah. that durability, a durability with strength. Those are the kinds of things that you that you program specifically for, because right. just anybody can take a few effective exercises, throw them together, right. and kick your ass. I could do that all fucking day long. No well, problem. Yeah, well, just to just to not split those in general and to combine them all within the one thing right i want to get hypertrophy and i want to uh add a a fatigue yeah endurance component in there plus strength plus power it's like in one workout are you kidding me (laughs) yeah you think the body works like that it doesn't it does not it doesn't you're better off and that's the way we phased you know the original maps as well even though it wasn't specifically performance based but we that's the way we design the, that's that's what good programming is good programming focuses on different facets specifically for periods of time well, and then at the end it tends to bring them together, bring them together but, and pro- enhances the overall so you go yes. through them again yes. and guess what well, right the, the first wave and you know and I and I still get into healthy debates with my buddies that are tied deeply into uh CrossFit and um, because I like to, I, I like to hear, especially guys that have been in it for very long and have been uh, been in doctrine big time, so they know all the CrossFit science. Um, so they, I love listening to their. They won't come on our show. The way they explain things, pseudoscience. Yeah, What's well, up? and they like to. The thing is that they uh, they like to explain all the benefits, like which I feel like we've shared multiple times, all the benefits and the great the things about it. But here, here's where, uh, and this is what they use as one of their arguments is that. Um, you know, just like uh, in the training facility in a gym, you know, there's bad trainers too. You know, there's lots of bad trainers. You know, how often I hear use... that all the time. So that's yeah. kind of their defense is that well, there's there's really good coaches or really good CrossFit trainers out there. Well, here's the problem that and I have with that, and, and this always shuts this down 
is that you're right. But when you're talking about programming design and being I mean, really program design, like what Sal's talking about right now, uh, that's an individual thing. It's impossible to do it. So even if you're the best trainer at like taking in consideration of that, they need to kind of deload a little bit. And cause that's what they think of because, Oh, I have this trainer and he deloads us. And then one day we focus just on, you know, tempo and we go really slow and we, we don't do it. Cause they don't- see that's not CrossFit anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like my, my rebuttal to that is always, well then tell me what the CrossFit philosophy and concept is like, explain to me the programming because a good because then i get i hear people saying that too well i, I know a good, i'm a good crossfit trainer i train people and i change well now you're not a crossfit you're just a personal trainer you're just a personal trainer that's using that's doing olympic lifts and power lifts and mm-hmm. and body weight stuff like what is the concept what is the philosophy and concept of crossfit here's here's what the philosophy and concept is if you really want to know what the philosophy and concept and breakdown of crossfit is look at the co- crossfit competition yeah what does a CrossFit competition look like? Does it look like they're specifically focused on one thing or does it look like they're trying to exhaust the fuck out of people and see who lasts the longest yeah. at the end of it? That's what it is. It's a gauntlet. Right. It's 100% a gauntlet and it's it, it's just displaying the fact that people are resilient. You know, like the, the human body is pretty resilient uh, and uh, you can train in such a way where, um, you know, you, you can just get through it. You can just get through it and survive. <laughs> well, let me let me explain. Let me give you one uh, small detail, like easy detail to understand. Right? Let's use Olympic lifts for example. Olympic lifts do one thing very well. They train explosive, what's called explosive power or speed power. In fact, Olympic lifts, aside from being extremely technical, let's just pretend that you know how to do a lift. Olympic. Let's say you know how to do an Olympic lift with perfect form. So that's not an issue. Uh, that's what it does best is it makes you your your strength. It helps you apply your strength faster. It's the power exercise. Okay. Right. Now, any good coach will explain to you that you don't train power to fatigue because you no longer are training power. Now you're training endurance. Right. You're training durability. You're training uh, conditioning. So, uh, are Olympic lifts then good to be used in that fashion? No, because they're so technical. And if I'm training endurance and durability and conditioning, I'm going to do a different exercise that doesn't require the form to be so fucking perfect. Because with Olympic lifts, if your form is off a little bit, it, it went from safe to not safe real fast. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the proper way to use an Olympic lift is to do is to pick a weight that you could do with perfect form, and your goal is to be able to move that weight as fast as you fucking can. And then you put the weight down, you compose yourself, Mm -hmm. you catch your breath, and you do it again. Mm -hmm. And then you rest, and you compose yourself, and then you do it again. The goal is not to do it as many times as you possibly can within a certain period of time, because now you're you're not training power anymore, you're training conditioning. Right. Two different things, and you're using the wrong exercise for it. Yeah. So I just wanted to use that ex- example because I think a lot of people can kind of understand that. Same thing with plyometrics. I've seen you know uh, CrossFit gyms utilize plyometrics. Like they'll do like they'll sprint, then they'll do a bunch of burpees, then they'll do a bunch of this, and then jump on this plyo box. Yeah. Well, now you're just jumping. Yeah. You're not you're not training to increase now your ability to jump. You're, you're eating shins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking be serious. Yeah, because the proper yeah. way to do a plyo is like you do an Olympic lift. It's to it's purposeful. It's purpose. Like I'm gonna jump as fast yeah. and hard as I can. Like get down. I'm gonna concentrate 100 percent 
on being as explosive as I can in exactly. that one instant. That's why I find, it, go. I find it funny that their slogan is the the fittest man in the world or fittest woman in the world or whatever like that. When it's like, like for what? Yeah, exactly for what? Because I take it what you will never find a CrossFit man or woman that is the best at any one of the one things that they do in, in their no. CrossFit games. They're all, they're they may be really good at CrossFit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But you, they'll there'll always be someone they're who can run run at, faster than them, yeah. run longer than them. There'll always be somebody who can do more pull ups than them to do more. They're the best the at world. unorthodox they're, punishment. Yeah, it's it's an endurance. It's completely endurance is what it is. You know, if they and it's amazing. It's like it's strength endurance mixed with you know a bunch of different things, but it's it's really uh it's really specific to the sport of CrossFit. Um, it's like again, it's it all goes it all boils down to the programming, guys. Literally, gentlemen, yeah. if we looked at their if we looked at CrossFit and just took the exercises and put them on a piece of paper, I I think there's probably there probably be two exercises where all of us would be like eh, those aren't good, but the rest of the exercises oh, I can see a the great best the best. program with a lot of those exercises. Yes, if we took those exercises, oh yeah, and and put them in smart programming, right. you'd have a great you'd have a great program. Well, let's be honest, we, we've talked about this before that that's the reason why we the number one thing they have going for them and why they why they did really explode because that's where even some trainers some for some reason justify it because they do they see all these great movements and they're like wow these are mm-hmm. really good movements and they can argue how much better it is and all this other stuff but it is it, go, it comes down that well part. even in their certifications they're so movement based right and yeah. so there is i mean they're part of it that why you know also it appeals to somewhat of the intelligent type trainers is because they break down movements in their essence right but they're not talking about the competitive, the conditioning, like all the elements combined in the programming. What they're doing is they're extracting, yeah, these are good exercises. Yeah, no shit. But it's all in how you apply it, and that's where they're dropping the ball. You know what CrossFit is? CrossFit is uh, circuit training with uh, better and more dangerous exercises. That's what it is. Well, you, you know, it's, I, it's literally circuit training right. with... You know, exercises that you shouldn't do circuit training. Well, I was, I was, um, when it, when people, when I first decided, okay, this isn't good. I don't, I'm not a fan of it. And I didn't realize how big it was going to be. Um, I didn't really talk much about it and I didn't care, you know, to each their own. And and there's this, if there's an elite group of guys that like to fucking punish themselves like that, that's pretty badass. I, for one, I was like, I couldn't do that on a regular basis and work a normal job. It was just Mm -hmm. too taxing on my body. I just didn't have that switch. And, uh, and sure, I could have trained the body to adapt to that and put, go through that punishment. But then the, the logical side of me is why? why? What would that do for me? It's not going to build me a better physique. You know what I'm saying? Like it's So to do it just to do it or to say I did, you know? And I was like, no. And then when they signed with Reebok, I actually got really excited. I thought, oh, okay, this is cool. They're signing with a huge shoe company. They the uh, the commercials they ran. Yeah, maybe uh, they're going to transfer entirely into just a sport. Exactly, right? exactly, yeah. and that's exactly what I was thought and was predicting was because they even on the commercials they labeled it as a sport. They Reebok, you know, Reebok, uh, you know, this and that. And it was all sport, this sport, that, and and CrossFit. I'm like, cool. This is cool. This is where it belongs. It's football. It's soccer. It's basketball. It's awesome. And it should be awesome. And, it sh- and I like watching it on TV. And that's just it. It's a sport though. And, and you can get in great shape playing soccer, football, basketball, and most certainly playing CrossFit. But that's what you're doing. You're playing. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not training. You're not training the body in the, the most efficient manner whatsoever. You are playing and that's totally fine. If you like doing that and you enjoy doing that, I think to each their own, but it, I had the problem when they started to 
you know, push it like a, a, you know, a business and people are trying to get as many members as they can. And it's, you know, that's how they make their money. And so they have all these big group classes of mm -hmm. uh, 80% of them are your average mom who's got, you know, had three kids, never really worked out, carrying about 40 pounds extra weight on her. And she's doing fucking, you know, kipping pull-ups and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. Like, no, that's... Well, see, I that's mean, that's terrible. I just remember, know? like I said, you know, the jujitsu guys did it. Then they come back and they continued to do it. And I, I remember distinctly that their performance in jujitsu dropped was not better. Yeah. And they'd be fried. They'd come in and they'd say that they were fried, like, "Oh, I'm sore," or "Ooh, my shoulder hurts." Or I remember hearing that, and it's like you're not getting any more fit for your particular goal, which was for jujitsu. I'm not seeing it, right. and you guys are all complaining of of injuries. Then I remember, you know, uh, having friends of mine that were trainers who looked great, looked healthy, started doing tons of CrossFit, and little by little exhibiting all the signs of overtraining, exhibiting all the signs of overstress on their bodies. Um, and then the, my last experience was owning a personal training studio and having people come in to my gym, fit people, come into my gym and hire me. And these are people who've been working out for years. Hire me because they injured themselves doing CrossFit. Yeah, I had a guy who come in who was a fireman very fit, very muscular guy, herniated his discs, severely injured, had to, had to miss work for a long time, came to hire me to correct some of his imbalances, was planning on going back to CrossFit, and I explained to him it wasn't a good idea, and then the light bulb went off, and he's like, God, you're right. He's Dude, like, I, had this, I worked out my whole life, and yeah. that never happened to me, and all of a sudden, I had these problems. I had the same exact experience. I was actually like uh, at this place that was like a functional gym, uh, and then all of a sudden, like a, a CrossFit gym, right across the street opened up and uh you know they were there for a couple months and not within like maybe two three months i had somebody coming over and seeking me out because they found me online and then asked me you know my rates all that stuff he's like look i'm doing crossfit i got hurt you know i want to you know try something that's going to build me back up and you know repair and blah, blah. i'm like great you know i'll take i'll take you on same exact experience you know coached him out of it basically it was like you know you're doing yourself a disservice like you're just gonna get back and get into the grind of it and get injured uh and then like the guy that was like trying to kind of personal train because they had like personal train and group classes and they would still try and run them through the circuit you know the, the wad or whatever and uh so the the guy comes in and he's looking for me you know he's just like because he knows that like he just lost two clients to me oh and, and so he meets me and everything. I'm like, hey, man. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over at the uh, CrossFit gym over there. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. He's like, yeah, you have two of my clients, you know, like uh, uh, Rich. And you know, so I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. Interesting. You know, and then it was like super awkward. And he was just like trying to kind of scan, you know, the, the place and all the stuff, what I was doing different. And uh, it, it was just so funny because I, I was probably charging double <laughs> than he was for that. But they were coming that, But they're staying with me. Yeah, but it's the thing is like it, it you know, it, it's great on a surface level. It like appeals to people at first because it's it is it's it's, it's hard. It's hard. It <laughs> you feel like something happened and and you go through it with a group of people. It, and it's like this. Yeah, it, it's, it's like a martyr thing. Well, I think it, uh, it's it's an answer. It's the industry's answer to a problem um, that existed before it, which was moving away from effective exercises Focusing too much on machines, focusing too much on the you know the bodybuilder um, you know mentality of exercise, but I think it was the wrong answer, um, and I think the right answer will present itself eventually. And this is you know and and you know CrossFit is they say performance oriented, performance based. 
Um, well, you know, it's not the most effective way. Yeah. Um, and I think that the answer will come out eventually. All right. right. Definitely. Uh, subscribe to Mind Pump. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. We love you. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.